Good afternoon and welcome to the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I am your host, George Evian. I appreciate you coming and listening to our podcast. I appreciate all the support that you have given to us. Uh, the only plug that we'll give as we get going right now is please, with the show notes, please go to our website that is in the show notes. It is dead3coaching.mykajabi.com. You can find our podcast there as well as you can find them on Spotify and Google and Apple and all that as well. But I bring that up because we are releasing here shortly a product called Beyond the Podcast. You'll be able to get the podcast, obviously, for free wherever you consume that. But you will also be able to get the video. But we are creating a bunch of content based on these podcasts, uh, blogs and quotes and handouts and ebooks and hands, handwritten notes. Like there's all this content that we are creating and we hope that you'll be engaged. We're trying to build a, an online community of leaders, coaches, development experts, people that are really into um, lifelong learning. As a friend reached out to me last week and we talked about lifelong learning, that this is right in your wheelhouse. So we appreciate you heading over to the website and signing up for that. We do offer an ebook as well on my full page handwritten notes that are available at the start of the month, um, available whenever you would sign up for that. But right now, We've started a series, uh, really a nine-part series that's probably going to take 18 episodes. I'm trying to keep these to 20 or 30 minutes. And I just keep hearing in the software world, and I'm sure it's in all, in all industries and in all verticals, athletics, professional, whatever it might be. But the, the Empowered Team, if you've been listening to our podcast, this is episode four in that series about what it takes to build an empowered team. What is an empowered team? Why is an, an empowered team important? And how, what should we be considering when it comes to building an empowered team? So I took the word empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D, I believe, right? Empowered. And we just broke it into an acronym that we're going to be able to then remember. And right now the E is for encouragement. Empowered teams are always encouraging supportive, positive reinforcement, celebration, recognition, encouragement. Um, so it's that encouragement that we're getting to. Um, an empowered team encourages one another. They also, the M, and that that is where we're going to start today, is the mindset of an empowered team. What is the mindset of an empowered team? And last week we talked a lot about, or in the last episode, we spent a lot of time actually just talking about how empowered teams have the mindset of a competitor, of a competitor. And there's obviously the, the parallels between being a competitor and maybe, at least I do, if you're listening to this, you have a sport background typically, not everybody, but you think of athletics and you think of, you know, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and Wayne Gretzky and these people that were just the best at their craft, Tiger Woods, I mentioned. LeBron James, these over-the-top elite competitors. And the more I'm in this business and the more I work with software teams and the more I just observe leadership and uh, team dynamics, people dynamics, elite performers in any industry, software, sales, athletics, whatever it is, I know that those people are the most competitive, that they hate to lose, love to win, have the right competitor have the habits of an elite competitor right and i think all that is important so we spent a lot of time the last episode talking about the competitor's mindset and then we went into conversations about growth and development 
and having that 1% mindset, 1% growth, 1% development, and just having that lifelong learner mindset that my friend mentioned to me last week about our content here. But I want to get into this a little bit more. We're going to, this is the second part of just creating what is an empowered team? What is the mindset of an empowered team? You know, growth orientation, competitiveness. But the thing that we want to talk about now is solution focused. Solution focused. That the mindset of an empowered team is solution focused. I mentioned this last week or a couple of weeks ago, how much I do get a kick. It's, it's, it's the idea of you don't have to be right. You just need to get it right. And if you're a leader that has to be right, then I encourage you to consider the mindset of, hey, let's just get it right. Let's just get this problem, this issue, this roadblock, this challenge, let's get it solved. It doesn't matter who is right. It just matters that we get it right. And I brought that up because you want, I brought that up because I, I get a kick out professionally of being in a room with a bunch of really smart people that are really talented, uh, no ego. Um, they don't care about being right. They care about getting it right. And watching elite people on that level perform and execute, problem solve, and get it right. But if you're building your empowered teams, and I'm, I'm going to always, as these lessons go on, continue to go, you know, go backwards in what building an empowered team is. But you better be encouraging. And you better be, you know, the positive reinforcement. You are getting habits and your team has habits and you want to reward the right behaviors and habits that your team has. You want to be competitive and you want to have a growth mindset, but you want to cultivate a mindset and encourage problem solving where team members actively seek solutions rather than dwell on obstacles. Let me say that again. Encourage problem solving. Encourage a problem solving mindset that encourages individuals, your team, to approach challenges uh, to, to approach it and to seek solutions rather than challenges. I messed that up a little bit. Let me say it again. Encourage a problem-solving mindset where team members actively seek solutions rather than dwelling on obstacles. It's funny, you I've I've been around, you know, you try to coach people and I'm I've always got my coaching hat on and how we can get ourselves better, get others better, get you know um, teams better, athletes better, whatever it is. And you can immediately go to somebody and get them to really agree and start creating, you know, the things I've learned in sales through the years is you get a, you get a customer saying, yes, it's harder for them to say no to the sale. So you always have these questions of yes, 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 yes. And you get them saying, yes, you start working with teams and individuals and you start talking to them about how great they are, the greatness they have in them, the greatness the team has that they could do all these sort of things. You get them saying, yes. 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 And then some people, when you're done building them up, encouraging them, goal setting, process setting, they immediately say they can't because. Well, I can't do that because I'm 60 years old and I've never run before. How could I run a marathon? Or I can't do that because 
of this or this. I can't, I can't eat healthy. I can't exercise. I can't quit smoking. I can't do this. I can't do that at work because I've never, I don't know how to be on the phone. I can't uh, public speak because I can't do that. I can't present because of that. I get it. People have hangups and issues and obstacles and challenge. I get all that. But the purpose of this is to create the mindset that you that you you've got to create that mindset that is solution focused that the the idea is this that you want to encourage a problem solving mindset where team members actively seek solutions and wins rather than dwelling on obstacles and i bring all that up prior to that statement there again to say they're not they're not they're not figuring out how to be great. They're not figuring out how to win. They're not figuring out how to seek solutions to win, to overcome challenges and obstacles. If your challenge is I can't run because I'm old and because I'm out of shape and because my knees hurt, et cetera, et cetera, seek solutions. So leak, al- seek alternatives. Seek, it might not be the solution of running. It may be something else, right? It is the mindset of, seeking solutions rather than an immediate, I can't, we can't do certain things. The approach will lead to proactive problem solving and efficient and efficient decision-making, efficient decision-making. So let me kind of read this again. Encourage a problem solving mindset where team members actively seek solutions rather than dwelling on obstacles. We just talked about that. Does your team, when you're building an empowered team, do they encourage? Are they competitive? Do they have growth and development 1% mindset? Are they solution focused? Do they have the mindset of seeking solutions or does your team, when things come up, does your team see the obstacle roadblock and challenge? The teams that I work with that are elite, you could sit there and say, here are three things that are stopping us from having a great sprint, they call it, two two weeks worth of work, a win. Same thing in basketball, if you're an athletic team. Hey, this here are three reasons why we're not going to win this game. And maybe you feel that way. Maybe you have people on the team that communicate that way, et cetera. Even in the software world, there's, in the software world, there is always an I can't person. There's a great episode, and I won't get this right. Um, I'll get the, the the point I'm trying to make. I hope I get right. There's the Hard Knocks football episode that is on HBO. I've really never watched it, and it's great, and I know that I would enjoy it for those that are football fans. And the New York Jets are the team that Hard Knocks is working with for this session. And the head coach is in the meeting room with the entire program, an entire operation, offense, defense, special teams, coaches, everybody. And he is going through the four different types of competitors. Competitors. And that there's, you know, the top two are just kind of the elite competitors. One that does it because they they don't, they don't need the paycheck. They don't need their name in the paper. They don't need the notary. They don't need the cars and the watches and the jewelry and all. They, they don't. They are, it's in their bones and DNA and blood that they have to dominate at everything they do. The level above that is the competitor that does all of that, but brings people with them. The point I really want to make is at the bottom 
is the competitor that's just surviving. And again, I won't get this right, but the idea of I don't need to be doing this. I'm comfortable where I'm at. I, you know, I, 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 I just want a paycheck. I'm going to bring people to my side of just being lazy so we don't have to work that hard. There's going to be a whole bunch of I can'ts in there. And I'm telling you, and he said, the coach, he was like every organization in the NFL and any organization professionally is going to have a number of those people. And his thing was with this Jets team is you can't hide if you're a survivor. If you're trying to pull people with you to make you feel better that you're not elite. And we will get rid of you is his message. I'm not sure he said it that way. But software sales, professional world, we all can think of maybe somebody. So this idea of people dwelling on obstacles and focusing on obstacles, and I can't. We talk about there's three types of people on your teams. I can, I can't, I won't. I can, I can't, and I won't. There's probably something, the won't is, you have to think about the people that can, that can't do it, but are willing. I can't do this, but I really want to. So I need coaching and leadership and direction and skill development and training and whatever it might be. I'm willing, I'm willing. But the other people, if you can and do, then you're elite and then bring people with you. If you can and won't, we need to get rid of you. Or, we, or you need some heavy coaching. Don't dwell on obstacles. But that approach of solution focused. And again, I'm going to say all this again. Let's be, let's build our empowered teams. This whole, this whole operation of the next 18 lessons or whatever it is, is all about building an empowered team and, and having you consider certain things. Be an encouragement. Positive reinforcement. Recognize, celebrate, support. Create that mindset of being a competitor. Growth and development mindset. 1% better every day. Have teams have the mindset of solution focused rather than dwelling on obstacles. Seek solutions rather than dwelling on obstacles. That approach will lead to proactive, collaborative, problem-solving, and efficient decision-making. At the end of the day, the D and empowered is decision-making. To foreshadow lesson, you know, the last two lessons of this, the, the ninth pillar of this, is decision-making. Empowered teams make decisions. And if you're solution-focused and empowered, and supported, and skilled, and knowledgeable, and are able to collect facts and understanding to make decisions and move on. A problem-solving mindset. Solution-focused mindset encourages individuals to approach challenges with a focus on finding solutions rather than problems. Solution-focused mindset. If you have a solution focused mindset with your team that will encourage individuals to approach all you're going to have challenges roadblocks obstacles setbacks all that but being able to focus on finding solutions is where elite teams are and empowered teams are you want to be like i don't understand 
wanting to be okay and average and wanting to just collect a paycheck. I think you have to have the mindset of a champion, of somebody that has a career and not a job. Let me say that again, because I'm not sure I've, I've said this before, but I'm not sure I've said it on the podcast. You've got to ask yourself, do I have a career that I'm passionate about? Or do I have a job where I'm collecting a paycheck? But, you, but a, in a solution-focused mindset, the emphasizing is the belief that the problems can be overcome. The emphasize that the problems can be overcome through just problem-solving, collaboration, and critical thinking. And you've got to have that solution-focused mindset. Solution-focused mindset promotes the collaboration among your team members to collectively identify and implement solutions. Like, that's it. Here's an obstacle, a setback, a roadblock, bottleneck. And because we're an empowered team, we can all get in the room. We can all whiteboard this. We can all problem solve. We can all give and receive well-received feedback to quote some things that we've been emphasizing in other lessons and other programs, well-received feedback. But it all boils back to trust. An empowered team, and this isn't one of our pillars, but is a team that is that trusts one another, that is focused on one another and results, the R, results. So I just gave you another one, I believe. At the end of the day, this is about results, the right results, the desired outcome, the compelling vision, the inspiration to action. And we've got to get results. And how can we get results when there are challenges, obstacles, and bottlenecks and issues? We collaborate. We give well-received feedback. We problem solve. And we make decisions that are based on facts and skill and knowledge and understanding and expertise. Solution-focused mindset promotes the collaboration of your team and you have to understand that that collaboration over time will build trust and unity and an understanding of skills and knowledge to collectively identify and implement, to collectively identify and implement the solutions that your team needs to be elite. The last two bullet points here, we're not going to spend nearly as much time as we did on the solution-focused one, but you have to understand it's the growth. It's the growth mindset. It's being a, an empowered team of competitors, not survivors, but the elite competitors. And I would challenge you to build a team on being competitive, being competitive to be the best that they could possibly be. And then to start to pull people with you and what that looks like. Pull people with you. So you're that elite warrior. And we did podcasts in the past on, on, on it's called One Warrior. If you want to go back, I have a podcast out about One Warrior. There's only one warrior. And hopefully that warrior is pulling people along with them. But you, you've got to have that, you know, the growth mindset. You've got to the growth mindset, the competitive mindset. You've got to embrace change that we talked about, about cultivating a mindset that welcomes change and innovation. 
team members who are open to new ideas and approaches, they contribute to a dynamic and it pushes the team and, and builds the team culture, team environment, team understanding, team trust that you all have. Then it's solution focused. We've talked about that today. The last two we'll talk on quickly. And this is kind of redundant on things that we've talked about in the past, but it is, you need to have a mindset of continuous learning. You know, I know in the software world, we call it brown bags where at lunchtime and all that, that we have, um, you know, people will present different things, new ideas, new innovation, new, new, new um, technologies, new ways of working, whatever it is. And people will just kind of have their lunch, whether that be on video or in a room or whatever. And we'll have lunch and, and we'll just talk shop and talk about innovation and talk about new things going on that will help us. But trying to create that mindset of not only growth and development and competitiveness and change and solution focused, but we're going to have a mindset of continue, continuous learning. And just so we can improve team members who value their own development, their own ongoing education and skill development that contributes to our ability as a team. And listen to this to stay competitive and innovate and, and innovative. Let me read this again to you in my notes here. You got to promote a mindset of continuous learning and improvement. Team members who value the ongoing education and personal skill development, whatever that might be, that contributes to a team's ability to stay competitive and innovative. We can't keep everybody in any industry, on the hamster wheel. We are going to have a mindset of competitiveness, of growth, of continuous learning, of solution focused. And the last one is we are going to create and have and develop and emphasize creating a mindset of a positive attitude. I know that seems very fifth grade, CYC soccer type stuff, but we've got to have that positive attitude of that when obstacles, challenge issues, roadblocks, setbacks all come up, that we are solution focused, that we can get a bunch of people in a room that trust each other, have the skills necessary, understand everything that's going on and can be focused on the solution rather than the obstacle. So making sure that we continue to do that and, and, and that we do all that, but we have the positive attitude. You have to instill a positive attitude that emphasizes optimism, enthusiasm, and a can-do spirit. You have to do all, like we've talked about this. In, in one of our uh, products that we've developed called From the Court to the Boardroom, I encourage you to go to our website again, look at everything that we're building, all the content that's available to you. We're trying to build a community of, of coaches, leaders, development experts, like just where we're all kind of, you know, have this great community. That's what I'm trying to build. But this idea of optimism and enthusiasm and can do spirit, there's a lesson in there called you have to ignite success in your team with passionate leadership. We were with a group last night, yesterday afternoon, actually. And when I looked at them, I said this, energy is transferable. It's transferable. And so is 
bringing people down. I don't know, like pessimism, can't do, not good enough, not smart enough. Like that energy of a, a survivor in terms of the rankings of competitors that we just talked about. That is transferable. So I'm pulling people with me to just say we can't do this. Or you can have the attitude that emphasizes optimism, enthusiasm, passion, can do. Nothing that can't, nothing we can't do as a group, all that sort of, and that energy, that attitude, that effort, that is all transferable. So you want to build an empowered team? Start with a team that is encouraging, positive reinforcement, recognize, celebrate, support. Start building mindset shifts that your team should have centered around competitiveness growth and development, solution-focused, continuous learning, positive attitude, and embracing change. Embrace change. So you can, like that's, you know, in the software world, it's, you know, agile software development. It's okay if things change. We're smart enough, we're nimble enough, we're agile enough. Like we can make this work. I prefer not to change in the middle of the marathon. But your positive attitude is going to enhance how resilient your team is when challenges, setbacks happen. You're going to have these. But if you've got a mindset of can't do and pessimism, and that radiates, permeates all through your team, that when challenges and obstacles and roadblocks and set, when they pop up and bubble up, then your team is going to sit there and say and default back to their core, their mindset, their beliefs, their attitudes, their habits. And they're going to say, see, I told you. I knew this would happen. And now we're not good enough, smart enough, resourceful enough to overcome this. And hopefully, you know, somebody, and then they're going to start, then you get into the blame game. Somebody else happened. This happened to some, this is somebody else's fault. As opposed to the positive attitude of optimism, enthusiasm, and can-do spirit. That when challenges, roadblocks, and obstacles bubble up, which they will, you have a team that, again, to circle back, that is solution-focused, competitive, embraces change, and pivots towards results. And that's the R. And can make decisions. Like, all this is part of building an empowered team. So like the empowered team, like I'm thinking software because that's the industry I'm in, but it's any, it's any industry. You're all a part of a team. You're all leading either yourself or a small group or a large group. Are you going to have a bunch of people that are naysayers and pessimists and can't do and not our problem? Somebody else's, are you going to take ownership? Another one of our empowerment, empowered teams, pillars, ownership. Are you going to own it all? You own it all. You own all the solutions. You're a solution-focused team. You're built on an, an embracing change. Talking about growth and development. You're talking about being a continuous, lifelong learner. You've got a positive attitude. So that anything that comes your way, it's nothing. And then back to the point of, man, how much do I love just sitting in a room with really smart people that don't have to be right, but want to get it right. And they can problem solve and be solution focused.
all this bubbles together. A positive attitude, positive mindset that is enthusiastic, optimistic, can do spirit, creates a more trusting environment. It creates a more collaborative team environment. And it leads to improved communication and problem solving. All of that does. And it there's so many, like it's all intertwined with one another. What if we don't trust one another? What if we're not connected with one another? What if we don't know everybody's skill set? What if we don't, what if we have the same skill set we had last week, last year, and we didn't get better? What if we don't care about each other's development? What if we can't handle change? What if we dwell too much on problems and we point the fingers at other groups, individuals, teams, and other business lines in the company? Then all of that, the collaboration all falls apart. Like it's, it's such a house of cards and it can quickly crumble. And so it's not just like you focus on one of these. We've got to have leadership that is locked in on all of this so we can be, build an elite team, elite organization, elite people that want to be a part of empowered teams that want to lead us into the next, uh, the, to the next, you know, 10 years of our organization. There's, and again, we've said this before. Your environment, your culture is how people feel Sunday night at five. We've said that many times. And part of that is having an empowered team that is encouraging and that has the mindset of growth and development and competitiveness and embracing change and solution focused and continuous learning and being a lifelong learner. And everybody's got that attitude of optimism and enthusiasm and can do and a can do spirit. Wow. Like just those two pillars of encouragement and mindset will take your team to another level. And if you just focused on those things, you're well on your way to an empowered team. And that, and we haven't even started talking about ownership and results in decision making. But just those two pillars. So we've covered two pillars of how to build an empowered team. And it's encouragement is the E and M is mindset. And underneath each one of those is five or so different points. Positive reinforcement, recognition, encouragement, like we mentioned, celebration, support. We've talked about now the mindset of a competitor, growth and development, 1% better everyday mindset, embracing change, solution focused, continuous learning, and having a positive attitude. And those are just really strong pillars and kind of subheadings under each pillar on how to build an empowered team. So again, to plug this, I appreciate all the support. This is definitely in podcast form. You can get this on Spotify, Google, Apple, all that. I encourage you to go to our website. It is dead3coaching.mykajabi.com. And the, that's in the show notes because I know that's probably a little hard to remember. But from there, you can get beyond the podcast. From there, you can get from the court to the boardroom where we talk about this. And the idea is to give you as much content as possible. We are breaking this down into blog formats and articles and handouts and handwritten notes and show notes, all whatever it takes 
to give you the content so you can build empowered teams, have an empowered life, be an empowered individual, myself included, and just go not have a job, but have a passionate career in all that we do. And I hope this lesson intersects you in that way. Reach out to me. LinkedIn's the best way. That's also in show notes. And have a great, great rest of your week. Thank you.